Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Welcome to the Cleveland Sports Fan, home of the wildly entertaining podcast released every Tuesday and Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. Go to clevelandsportsfan.com for links to our podcast as well as links to our YouTube and Patreon channels. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Davis. I'm happy to be here this morning. Our other hosts are Mr. Burley Gunner and Mr. Oshimaida. Yo. How is everyone doing today? Oh, I'm doing all right. I mean, it was a long weekend. So, uh, got to watch some of the golf again. It was pretty fascinating. I see another guy win for the first time on tour. It was pretty cool to see. Other than that, not much. Burley. Speaking of golf, I, speaking of golf, I've picked up two victories in the last two days. Proud about that. Um, last two outings, I should say. Uh, last two outings, victory. Um, so we're good on the green, but in the uh, sports betting world, we are not doing very well. We'll cover that later on in the show. I actually didn't see any sports this weekend. I got to spend the entire weekend doing taxes. My favorite thing. Wonderfully. Well, I, I pretty much did the same thing. Wonderfully, I got a great return. Uh, other than that, I had well, nothing that, going on. That's where on. we differ. That's where we go exactly <laughs> the opposite. Well, you guys got all kinds of problems in your life, and I could go see the heart doctor tomorrow. Yay! <laughs> well, it sounds like we've had an interesting weekend. Next up for us is going to be the news. Here we go with Burley Gunner. It's time for the news with Ryan. Well, the NHL playoffs are back. Saturday, the Capitals and Bruins kick things off with the Washington Capitals getting an overtime victory 3-2 to two in game one. Actually, the next two playoff games went into overtime and the next three playoff games all decided by one goal as the Islanders upset the Penguins four to three in Pittsburgh. The wild shocked betters around the country defeating the Golden Knights one to nothing in overtime. And finally the Stanley cup champions of last year proved they belong after beating the second seeded Florida Panthers five to four last night. How do we feel about the opening round of the NHL boys? I, I think it's been enjoyable. Uh, I got to see some replays after I finished up with my taxes. I thought it was fabulous. I, I, I'm seriously looking forward to this. Yeah, I saw some of it a little bit. How about you? What kind of, what kind of intrigues me is the fact that um, the Panthers, I believe, uh, lost their best player for game two also. They could go down two nothing. Yes. Hell, that's is it, 
refresh my memories. The first round best of five or seven? Seven. Okay, so I mean, theoretically, they'd still be alive, but going down 2 0, man. There's still a long Yeah, you don't want to go down 2 0. Yeah, definitely, definitely do not want to go down 2 0. Just not something that that you want to do. But I mean, we've seen it happen before. Um, The ironic thing about that series is the Panthers were the, the favorites, even though Tampa did win the Stanley Cup last season. All right, moving on to the Major League. The Indians dropped three in a row to the Mariners over the weekend after winning game one of the series back on Thursday. Seems so long ago. Tribes stay out west with the Angels beginning, well, tonight. Shane Bieber continues to not look dominant, boys. Uh, A rough outing on Sunday. I really thought that they would get the win. Um, They were minus 200 if you're a sports better. The money line looked was juicy. I laid the juice. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out. How do we feel about Shane Bieber? I think he's going to come around. I, I I don't know what's going on. He it's it's not that he's pitching badly. It, it's really not that he's pitching badly. It, it's that these these teams are 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 getting some hits off of him. I mean, look, his strike count is still up there. It's, the guy's still getting eight Ks in a game, except for the last game that he just played. Uh, so I, I, I don't think you can worry about Shane Bieber yet. I, I don't think it's time to worry about Shane Bieber. I think the Indians have bigger problems than Shane Bieber. Um, that's just my opinion. Well, I, I think that, you know, it seems like every time he's got it, when he goes out, he's got to throw either a shutout or give up one run or, or, or he's not going to, or they're going to lose. It, virtually he doesn't, I mean, what did they lose? Three to two yesterday? I mean, he didn't look great, but man, I'd say, a loss is a loss and he was pulled I understand that. You're going out there thinking you got to throw either a shutout or give up one run. That's putting added pressure on you. But I think he'll be all right. I think his pitch count's been up there a few times so far. I ain't care for, but I mean, every team, you know, they lost three in a row. Every every team's gonna, you know, lose four, five, six games during the, you know, during the season. It's just it's inevitable in 162 games. So, I you think know, it, right. it, it's the the thing about Shane is that his pitching really hasn't changed the the team that's around him has uh you don't have as many people catching balls i i can't put the blame on shane what about roberto perez being out i i think that that's a i i like hedges he's he's a good player but he's not roberto perez and and Shane's Shane's been throwing with Roberto for three years, right? You know that that's got to make a difference. I mean, if I remember All correctly, right, and, go ahead. Moving on to the NBA, um, the play-in games will start tomorrow with the Eastern Conference. The Charlotte Hornets will travel to Indiana and take on the Pacers. The Wizards will go to Boston and play the Celtics. Remember, no Jalen Brown. He will not play in that game or the rest of the season. Um, And then on Wednesday, we have the San Antonio Spurs going up against John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis. And then the nightcapper on Wednesday, everybody's talking about it. It's Golden State. It's the Lakers. What do we have to say about particularly – that game in particular um i i've never i've never been i'm never going to root for steph curry more in my life than i am on wednesday (laughs) how can you say that how can you say that and i'm serious i'm serious (laughs) like no, no no it's not even the fact it's not even the fact like there's two ways you could look at it you could look at it as how could you a root against LeBron and B how can you root for Steph Curry to beat LeBron Steph Curry to win 
how did I, you are the biggest hater I have ever met in my entire life. If Scott, please, Scott, please, 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 please. Man, I can't believe he said, did he say that? Did he say that? Dude, I'm just sitting on the couch next to Bob laughing. <laughs> That's it. Explain, explain yourself. Explain yourself. Matter of fact, we're, first, we're, first off, everyone I, knows. I believe this, we're, we should just transition into, into block one. Everyone knows. Go ahead. Scott's feeling on the NBA. Scott doesn't watch the NBA. Scott doesn't care about the NBA. Don't care. Just don't care. Now, Bob, on the other hand, do tell. He is the opposite of that, Scott, actually. (laughs) He's not. He's like you. He does not give a shit about the NBA. And that's what's even more sickening about this. He just cares about LeBron losing. How, How pathetic is that how He's pathetic can you be to literally only root for one thing and one thing only in the nba it's not the Cavs. it's lebron to lose he's a sellout you're a hater well i may be a hater but he's still a sellout you're all right okay hey i think we're leading into i think we're leading into that's <laughs> yeah you know what go ahead take it away take it away you won't hear from me for a couple minutes i think we're moving on to block a block a today is being led by no other than mr oshi midas okay well i guess we're we're piggybacking onto the whole nba thing which i i have a feeling this is ryan's going to get a little heated However, or Burley Gunn is going to get a little heated. I, I feel that I don't, I, when I was watching some sports TV today, I, I noticed, you know, that everybody's talking about this playing thing. You know, you're seven, eight, nine, ten. To me, it makes no sense. If you're a top eight seed. You got a top eight seed. If there's a tiebreaker, okay, I have a playoff game. I get it. But this makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. It, you're going to get intri- a couple of intriguing matchups out of it. You're going to have the Lakers and Golden State, um, Denver, and um, oh, good lord, is it Dallas? Is it Denver and Dallas or Memphis and Dallas? Is the other game? It's the NBA. I wouldn't know. And you know, then the East, you have Boston, which, Memphis and San Antonio. San Antonio, that's right. I'm sorry, Dallas, San Antonio. It's all in Texas. But here's why did the NBA do this? I don't, I, I, I need some clarification about why the NBA actually did this. Was, was it something because of, of what happened last year with COVID in the bubble and they just decided that they needed to do something else or they, you know, trying to change the rules like baseball's doing all the time? You know, the, N, the NFL added a playoff team last year at a playoff team. Why are you having a tournament inside of a tournament? I mean, you literally have a tournament before the playoffs even start. I, I don't, and I, I'm going to, I know, I, I know I have 10 minutes, but I'm going to yield a lot of my time to Ryan about this because he's the NBA expert on this panel. And, and I, I just, like I said, I, I heard, you know, all the shows on Fox, all the shows on ESPN, all the shows on CBS sports, and, and all they're talking about is Golden State and the Lakers. Well, it's one game inside a bigger picture. I, I, I consider Adam Silver as one of, is probably the best um, commissioners in all of the sports, maybe outside of Gary Bettman. But I really need to understand this a little more. So I know it's my, I didn't go through a whole 10 minutes of this, but I want to give Ryan most of my time on this one. It's not the fact that they're playing a tournament inside another tournament it's the fact that they're playing one game tournament inside of a 
seven game, a best of seven tournament. That's what's not fair. That's what I don't understand. You've got the Lakers, and I understand what you're saying. Well, don't don't fall to the seven seed. Then you won't have to be in this. Pro- well, you know what? Sometimes, and we've seen this in the past, teams either A, don't necessarily care to be seated or where they're seated. And now, obviously, this is not just a, a rule that they just pulled out of a hat last week. Everybody knew. All season long, this is what it is. So I'm not saying that the Lakers just skated by and said, we don't care, we don't care. I'm sure they didn't want to be the seventh seed. But you've got Anthony Davis out pretty much the entire second half of the season. you got LeBron James out pretty much the second half of the season. You've got Andre Drummond, who I understand is new, but gets there and is hurt. It's not fair to a team like that, a championship caliber team like that, who is now on Wednesday – that they are they are defending champs, and if Steph Curry goes off, they're gonna lose, and that's all she wrote. It's not a best of seven, it's not a best of five, it's not even a best of three. It's one game and it's stupid, it sucks. And yes, I agree with what you said. Adam Silver, great NBA commissioner, out of the three, he is the best one. This is not a good move. It is a ratings look, and it, it, it and it almost looks set up. Yeah, but if it would have been the Lakers and the Spurs in the first game, nobody would have cared. That's what I'm saying. It's okay. a, I'm, not say, I'm not saying it's set up. Let's go on the record right now. I'm not saying that it is rigged set up. I'm saying it looks that way. I'm just saying it's more it's, – it, it's, if it were to have been Spurs and the Lakers, it's not Steph versus LeBron, and that's a huge thing. No, no, it's not. But, but, but then it's LeBron versus Popovich. The greatest coach in the NBA of all time. And you've got him who's got one game against LeBron. Okay, we're going to game plan against LeBron James. We're going to beat him one time, and we're going to move on. It's one game. These players, these championship caliber teams are not accustomed to going to the the, the tournament in, in a March Madness-like feel, and you have to win that one game or you are going home. Not to mention, it is doing an absolute – it's a crime. It is a crime if the Lakers aren't in the playoffs. Can you imagine that? No playoffs with, with LeBron James without – or the playoffs without LeBron James. I remember it from two years ago, and it was terrible. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Yeah. I need to get some some earplugs to Ryan's. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Wednesday night, I'll be watching the game. And, and yes, you know what? I will be rooting for LeBron. And as far as the other games, I keep, I'm going to watch them, and I'm, I'm going to care who less who I'm – I'm not going to care who wins. I'm rooting for LeBron, unlike you. Unlike you, the hater. The LeBron James hater. Get the merch started. LeBron – we hate LeBron. Across the chat. Is that what you want? Is that no, my, an, uh, an idea of merch for you? No, my, mine's we hate say, LeBron. Mine's going to say where's He gave game? you a championship. One other. Hey, quick question. In your lifetime, name me one ring that you have other than the one LeBron gave. I don't have a ring. Exactly. You've got. No, you do. You have one. You've got one. You have one. Scott, well, Scott's in Dallas, so he's a different story. He's got many rings. He's better. But you and I, you and I, and Scott, when it comes to Cleveland, we've got one ring, buddy, one ring. And it's from the king, he, from Akron, LeBron James. You keep but he lives in L.A. now. He's going to okay. pass Jordan one day in rings. But Mark he lives in word. L.A. now. Well, he better Mark go my word. if he's going to pass Jordan. You know what? He lives it, in L.A. Oh now. Oh, my goodness. So, Again, okay, I, so my I, daughter grows up. 
she graduates from high school. She moves to college and she gets a great job to be a doctor, but they want her to be a doctor at the hospital of the University of Phoenix. Uh -huh. Am I supposed to not love her anymore because she's in Phoenix now? No, you're supposed to teach her about Michael Jordan, the best basketball player ever. And loyalty. <laughs> Again, is LeBron going to end up in Utah next year? Because they're the There's ones too much going on in the sports world to be able to talk about this with you guys. There's too much in the sports world going on to be able to debate the LeBron James, Michael Jordan. We've done it off. We've done it off air, but I can't wait for it on air. I'm telling you what, you, you know what? The listeners, they've never heard it. You guys have heard it, and you, you guys are afraid of it. You guys are scared of it. I, I, I don't know what to say to that. I'm, I'm not really scared of anything, but you know, if you wish to think that way, I could go along with you. You know, another interesting game coming up tomorrow would be the Wizards versus the Celtics. Because if the Wizards were to win that game, they would play Brooklyn. They could play Brooklyn in the first round of the playoffs. It's all about San Antonio. Kevin Durant. What? What? It's all up. It's actually. No. No. They're not, not even going to win. They're not even going to win tomorrow night. Come on. Uh, I was going to say, you, you threw me off, and you did that on purpose. You have got to admit, San Antonio Jeez. with George Gervin is going to be – it's going to be awesome. Oh, my goodness. I can't talk about the NBA with you the, guys. The Iceman oh, passing gosh. to Duncan. Oh, I am so Too many sponsors yet. Game. Can we take a break? Oh, Lord have mercy. I cannot wait for that game. Oh. Is that the end of your segment, Bob? Yeah. It didn't exactly go. I thought it was going to go, but that's okay. <laughs> that's Ryan's block. All right. I, I want to talk about the Cleveland Indians. I know um, they technically have been doing good um i think that they're just not though they just lost out of the seattle mariners okay after catching the kansas city royals and being in first place they go out west they win game one against the mariners they have shane beaver on the mound sunday the series is looking really really good and they fall three in a row and not to mention and they're 21 and 17, I know, on the season. Only two and a half back of the White Sox. I understand that. Okay. This is where we're going to turn the topic. And I'm not blaming, I'm not pointing fingers. I just want to talk about something. Okay. I deserve to talk about something. Okay. My Cy Young pitcher and former All Star Game MVP in the last five games has given up five hits, three runs, four walks. Nine hits, two runs, three walks. Nine hits, three runs, one walk. Seven hits, three runs, one walk. Four hits, two runs, three walks. Where are these walks coming from? Why is he giving up so many hits? His pitch count is so high. Scott, help me. Tell me it'll be all right. I will be such a good boy if Shane Bieber turns it around. I would love to say that this is going to turn around. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really worried about Shane Bieber yet. A lot of what he is dealing with right now is a team that is not as good as last year's team. They are not backing him up with catches. We have, we have the rolling shortstop right now because we can't figure out which shortstop is better. It, it, it's, it's a situation that is not healthy for him. Now, with that being said, 
looking at the pitch count, I have to honestly say the past three games that he's had, his pitch count was high because of the umpires. But there are too Fair. many, too many pitches getting thrown that are strikes that are being called balls. I, 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 I have harped about this since the beginning of the season. I am done with the freaking umpires. Give me a computer. Give me a freaking robot. Give me C3PO to walk out into that, to that field and say that it's a ball or a strike. Because when a ball is a foot outside of the strike zone and it's called a strike or the ball is in the middle of the strike zone and it's being called a ball, uh, it's getting ridiculous. So that's where his high counts are coming from. Okay. Oshi? I, I... I do agree with the pitch count. His pitch count has been up there. And there's even been games that, you know, I've been on the phone with either one of you guys, and it's like the eighth inning. He's like 119 pitches. Like, really? Like, and you're up four to one, and you have Karen Chak in your bullpen, and you have other guys in your bullpen. It's like, I almost think that Bieber has Francona's ear to say, I'll come out when I'm ready to come out. And Tito's got to turn that around. Tito needs to take him out when he needs to be taken out. Now, if you want to talk about this year, I understand. He's 4-3 and three with a 3.17 ERA. I understand the walks, but his strikeouts are he, – he's on average to have a career average high in strikeouts. His career is 38-17 with a 3-3-0 ERA. So, actually, this year his ERA is lower than his career ERA. I'm not going to go as far as blaming – yeah, there's been a couple games where his pitch counts. He's had a lot of walks that probably sh- – they wouldn't have been walks last year or the year before. Border, Shane Bieber was getting all of the calls. And no, I don't want to see three people behind the plate because I'll tell you what, the first time he calls somebody out, Terry Francona is going to go out there with a baseball bat and put his head into section 517. So I don't know about that. I just think that, yeah, their, their offense, their offense was – pretty abysmal last year if we all remember it was 60 games but it was still not good they just pitched their way into the playoffs and you saw what happened when they got there they came up against a team that hits home run after home run after home run after home run after home run so I don't consider Bieber like having a bad year it's just he's kind of he's kind of in that role that now he has to carry them a little bit more than he's had to in the past well, here's the thing. You mentioned that he, you think he's got Francona's ear and he's telling him when to come out. Well, I don't think that's the case because he hasn't made it past seven innings. Well, he hasn't made it to seven innings in five starts. He's went is five starts ago against New York was the last time he went seven. He hasn't went eight since the middle of April. So, that's not that that's not it either. What I'm getting at is Shane Bieber is not dominant as he was last season or even the beginning of this year. I kind of predicted a fall off from Shane Bieber. I didn't want to. I hoped I was wrong. And after the first couple outings, I'm looking at him, his first outing. I mean, yeah, he he gave up three runs. One of them was a two-run dagger from from Miguel Cabrera in the first inning, okay? He threw, he had 12 strikeouts. He had 12 strikeouts his next outing, his 11 in his third outing, 13 in his fourth outing. What the hell happened? Is he hurt? Scott? I don't think Is he hurt? hurt? I'm asking. I don't think he's hurt. I have a theory. I, once again. Okay, let me, let me tell you my theory theory first let me tell you my theory first because it might match up my theory would be the trend in the last five starts the yankees the white Sox, the royals the cubs 
those are all big bats. Well, not so much the Royals and really not so much the Mariners. But what's your point? What do you think the problem is? Well, and this, this holds true in a lot of different ways in a lot of different years. The weather has been horrible in Cleveland up until the last, what, five days? No, okay, no, 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 you got to bear with me on this one. You have to bear with me on this one. Because up until they went to the West Coast, and a couple of times they've probably played in domes, the Indians have not played in nice weather hardly at all this year yet. It's been upper 40s, low 50s. You know, that a pitcher, you, you wait until a few weeks from now when you're consistently throwing with your arm feeling a lot looser. And I don't know where – where you know who's pitched in the past at any level man the warm weather feels a lot nicer on your arm than it is when it's 50 degrees outside scott give me something better than than the weather it has scott, nothing to do scott, with no, the weather scott uh, give me something better than the weather because shane beaver threw 12 strikeouts in the snow opening day against detroit so tell me something other scott than the weather okay it has Not nothing to do with the weather nothing nothing it, it, it has to do with the fact that last year's season, he was a Cy Young pitcher. I mean, he was rocking and rolling. You can't have that same season every year. He had 13 starts. He had 13 starts. That's not, that's not an entire, that's not a whole year. That's two months. Okay, so... Are you saying that okay. if he would have well, played a thirteen hey, starts last hey, year to thirteen this year? Hang on, are you saying that if he would have played a full season last year, he probably wouldn't have won the Cy Young? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that's not a that's not a last year's not a good comparison to this year because you could just let it rip. You could just let it rip last year because you you knew you only had a certain amount of games to play. He won the Cy Young. I understand that. I'm not taking He's nothing not away going to have the, the point greatest. that I'm making. The point that I'm making is that he's not going to have that season this year. He very well may not. I mean, who wins the Cy Young every year? You know, I I I don't know where you were going with I'm, with what you were saying. He rank but like the top seven categories this year so far in the American League in pitching, in every category, doesn't he rank in the top seven? Um, I don't have the stats in front of me, so I couldn't. We're not talking you. every single single stat, but talking innings pitch, strikeouts, earn run average, runs given up, earn runs, that kind of thing. He's in the top seven in every category. I would know. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I mean, I'm not going to get. I, I'm not saying that he's he's on track to have a bad year. I understand Ryan's point that yeah, it doesn't look the same. It doesn't. He doesn't look the same. I don't think he's hurt. I, he's I, having I, a great I year. Think the weather has oh, I'm sorry. He's ha he's having a good year, okay? But he's also our Cy Young ace who needs to be having a dominant year. He needs to be blowing teams out of the water. He needs to stop giving up a run in the first inning because that's annoying. That is annoying. That is my, my pet peeve with him is him giving up the first run of the game. I think it's happened three times in a row. His next scheduled start is going to be the 22nd against the Twins. It's at home. Hopefully we get good weather. Okay. Say what you want about the weather, but to a pitcher. Pitching against Jay Happ, lefty. I mean, your fear he gives up a, a run in the first inning is he, he, you're like, okay, well, game's over. We're, we're not going to come back from that. We're down one nothing. Well, well, no, no. But let's save the comeback victories for when we have guys not our ace on the mound. Let's get a 3 nothing lead and hold it. That's what the ace is supposed to do. And then we have Karen Check and Classe coming in. Okay. I mean, I appreciate your It's opinion. just got to be a, a, a more dominating performance. It's got to be more dominating. has to be. We got to get on the board first. And, we's, and he's giving up runs in the first inning. Like, come on. I think this team is proving 
what I said before the season started, which is that this is a 500 team. This team is not blistering. It's, it's got some exciting parts to it, but it is a 500 team. Well, the good news is 500 may just get you into the playoffs. The American League might. It may just get you in. There's a lot of bad teams out there. And, and there's not really a lot of good ones. You're, you're looking at the White Sox and the Yankees being the best teams in the American League, and they both struggled. Well, if it helps out at all, Lowe's had a sale on trash cans, so I ordered like 20 of them, and I sent them to Progressive Field. So they'll probably be there by the time they come back home. Oh, the Astros are in town. I, I will have to check the date on that <laughs> one. But it's in July. I know that. Yeah, the Astros play the Indians. They're they're in, in it's in July. Um, hang on, I'm checking the schedule right now. I will find that for you because that actually might be a game that that I'd be interested in in going to. They play them. Oh, it's the first weekend of July. It's July fourth weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sounds like a whole hell of a lot of fun. Banging gonna, trash cans. Hopefully the weather's the good. That's the fireworks. What's that? Hopefully the weather's good. Oh, good Lord. You just wait. I'm telling you. Yeah, right. You right. Have, Hopefully the weather's you have good. Any person that pitches that's good, the warm weather is totally Well, that rules everyone out of this room. No, just the one that's not on camera. Well, that's the more tense your arm is. His slider has not been what it is. Is he not hearing me? When I, did, did you not hear me? It's oh, snow. Twelve strikeouts in the snow. Well, okay. Then he goes to seventy-five degrees in Seattle and can't even finish four innings. When's it ever seventy-five degrees in Seattle? Yeah, every the day. Weather. Man, that weather. All right. We'll see. We will see. All right. That's Scott's block. (laughs) We're going to talk about baseball, guys. We're going to talk about Major League Baseball and the news that came out the other day about teams talking about moving. Teams that are talking about moving, not just, not just teams, not just one team. There's multiple teams that are in this conversation. I'm going to add a few more teams to those conversations. Why am I going to do that? Because I can. All right. So everyone has heard about the Oakland athletics, correct? Yes. Bob. Oh yeah. I've heard about it. Ryan. Okay. We all know that the Oakland Athletics Stadium was built in 1966. Nineteen sixty. I thought it was 1666, but you're probably right. A, a relic from the past, the round stadium with 457 feet. To the <laughs> or 457 yards to the to the furthest point in the stadium. I don't know how people expect to hit home runs there. Anyways, so the A's have been in talks with Oakland about building a new stadium, and of course, Oakland is just not moving. Does any of this sound familiar? Clevelanders. Think about Mayor Michael White. I remember. With that, there have been baseball teams that have moved in the past. The last team that I really remember moving was the Expos. Became the Washington Nationals. That's, That's the, I believe, yeah, that's outside of expansion. That's the last team that's moved. That is the last team that's moved. Correct. I have in this Rob Manfred time come up with a list 
that I think he is crazy enough to actually think about of teams that are in the back of their heads contemplating moving. Are we ready? Oh, ready for I'm, the list? Ready. I'm ready nope. for everything at this point. Number one, the Oakland A's. Stadiums built in 1966. They need a new stadium. You guys agree with that? That could be a team that could move? I actually, <clears throat> this is kind of a fun fact, and I don't know the actual percentage, but I think, like, Oakland Coliseum has, like, 80% as much foul territory as they do fair territory. Correct. So, yeah, it's time. The, the football slash baseball stadiums are all gone. All right. Number two. This one will surprise y'all. <clears throat> Anaheim Angels. That doesn't surprise me. The reason you're, for them talking, to move? Go ahead. The reason for them to move is stadium built in 1966 again. Wow, it's that old? They don't it play. Is. Wow. It's uh, renovated. It doesn't look that old. Revenue, for some reason in Anaheim, it doesn't matter what team you are, whether you're baseball, football, hockey, Attendance in Anaheim always sucks. Okay, but the Dodgers still play at Dodger Stadium. That's, that's LA. What, that's actually your that's, that's my point. That's my point though. Anaheim that, or LA, you're talking about the Anaheim Angels who are when it comes to the Los Angeles market, they're not even in the top five. You've got the Lakers, you've got the Clippers, you've got the right. Dodgers, you've got USC football, you've got UCLA. But they got Mike Trout. Yeah, they've also got a stadium that is exactly okay. like the I, Oakland A's stadium. Big, I, I, round beast. I want to hear you out on this because I'm sure there's a few more teams and there's going to be a couple that I just lose my freaking mind over. Pittsburgh. Well, there's one. Reason being, income. Over the past five years, they have been one of the lowest income teams in Major League Baseball. That Tampa. surprises me because that's actually a really good city when it comes to sports. You would think so, but here's... We'll get into it in a second. Tampa. Why would Tampa be a bad place for a major league baseball team? Hmm. Their stadium built in 1990. So it's not super old. It was renovated in 2014. Nobody in that town goes to see games. It's one of the worst stadiums in baseball. It absolutely is. <laughs> All right. We're, we're moving on to Miami. Another one of the worst baseball stadiums their biggest problem is attendance now i, I don't know how you are, are in a city of five thousand or five million people and you're having trouble with attendance you're either putting out a bad product or and finally the cleveland indians cleveland is a team that has been there for a long time, but the city of Cleveland has shrunk. They are down to 250,000 people. They have a stadium that holds 36,000. That they, they do okay with attendance, but it's not really the, the be all end all. You have a pair of owners don't really care about winning a world series. We're doing what we can with what we got. We can't spend anymore. Okay. Okay. 
So that is my list of teams that I think are potentially thinking about moving, making a move. How do you feel about that? Well, I like the Marlins moving because I, I still to this day don't understand why a baseball team that plays in beautiful Miami plays inside. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. Tampa's the same way. Are they? Is it because it's so hot outside they want to make it an indoor facility? Because that's not – you're almost trawling away – tourists and, and the people that are on vacation there they want to spend their time outside if i was it's, in miami i couldn't think every anything better to do than go to a baseball game outside it, it's tampa it's what 82 degrees every day and they play indoors for what reason i mean i would totally love an outdoor stadium there oh i am almost wanting to break down every team that you just said because see you're making two different points you're making points on some points on cities and then you're making some points on ownership. So those are two totally different things. If I'm you're talking about Anah a city like Anaheim, who's not drawing and they have an ancient stadium. Okay. Is that the city or is that ownership not coming together to build a new stadium? Because the Dodgers are always going to be number one. It, 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 and Anaheim's Los Angeles. It's the same metropolis. <clears throat> but They're totally you know, different governments, though. <clears throat> but if you're talking about Tampa and Miami, yeah, absolutely. No one's ever watched a game in Tampa. And you know what? They're usually not too bad every year. I, I believe they were in the World Series. Was it last year? Right. They've been in the World Series recently. Miami, I, I no one goes to the Miami Marlins games, number one, because the stadium's indoor. And number two is because there's so much to do in Miami. No one's buying season tickets for the Marlins. Now you go to a place like Pittsburgh. I, mm -hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think the ownership of Pittsburgh is very similar to the ownership of Cleveland where, you know, maybe if they – a city should go to – a team and say, okay, how do we get this done without you leaving? Do, do you sell the franchise to somebody else that's willing to spend the money in the market? But at the end of the day, no, no owner is going to spend beyond his means, especially in major league baseball. You can't do it. Uh, okay. I mean, but, but this brings up the point I, that, that everyone needs to, the, the elephant in the room is that, you're never well, going to make as much money in a city that only has 250,000 people as compared to a city with 4 million. But yes, the city of Cleveland has shrunk in its, in, in its um, popularity, but the outskirts have gotten nicer and more built up. And there's more people living within 30 miles of Cleveland than they ever have. You're actually wrong there. There has, there has the been a 5% reduction in Northern Ohio. But the elephant in the room to me is, where the hell are you going to put all these teams? Well, that's a great question to bring up. I mean, unless we're going to Japan and England, I don't know where the hell we're putting these teams. I actually have a list. Can't have it. Shanghai's one of them. San Antonio. <laughs> Dude, um, did you get a boner Bob, in San Antonio when you were five? Bob loves it when I bring up San Antonio. <laughs> San Antonio. I don't know if you guys remember, but during Katrina, the city of San Antonio did a huge push trying to get the New Orleans Saints moved to San Antonio. I they recall. have wanted a baseball team and a football team for years. Every one of these cities that I'm going to name, guys, has a population over 1 million. So you need to look at that as a viable thing. 
the amount of income that you can bring from one city is totally different than what you could bring in in Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, in Tampa. Well, I, I, I don't want to say Tampa because Tampa's got 2 million people. I, I don't know what Tampa's problem is. It's a crappy stadium is what it is. Nobody wants to go to a baseball game indoors when it's 82 degrees outside. Anyways, the teams that I named off that are dealing with income issues are going to be the ones that look at San Antonio or Montreal or Vancouver or Norfolk, Virginia, Charleston, Las Vegas. You can sit and laugh. No, I was just trying to find a purple sweetheart. Do you want the opportunity to make more money in a different market? Is that a question? Yes. Okay. If, if you owned a baseball team, Okay. What would you do? Uh, I'm not going to disagree with you about San Antonio at all. I'm not going to. Uh, it, why they have only had the Spurs, I don't know. I mean, I, I get that. I, Montreal, absolutely. Montreal supported the Expos when they were there. You, you kind of start losing me at Charleston and Norfolk, and you didn't bring up Nashville or Oklahoma City. Well, because we're going to put an aircraft carrier. Norfolk already has a double A team in the Norfolk Tides. It is a, a baseball team whose attendance is over 78%, which is really good for a baseball you, team. Okay. Do you realize how, how I know you do, but I'm just going to ask the question in general. Do you know realize how close Norfolk is to Baltimore and Washington, D.C.? Yes, I was actually stationed there and went on a bus. Well, actually, about 16 buses of people from from the Norfolk Naval Base to go watch Redskins games. Because that was the closest football team to us. I mean, I'm not I'm not meaning no disrespect. I appreciate your opinion. Yeah, there are some teams that need to go. I just don't agree with all of the teams you say should consider moving. I think there's, I think there is ulterior, you know, methods to stop that from happening. Nobody wants to see a team leave a city. Nobody does. Okay. So if you can reconcile it with the city and the ownership, whether it's the ownership, maybe selling part of a team to bring some more revenue in or the city, giving them a break, you know, like they did to the Indians and they didn't do for Modell. I get it, but ultimately it's trying to keep a, a team in a city, but there are certain teams. You're right. Tampa Bay. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Maybe it's because it's so close to a stinking beach. No one went to the Buccaneers games before Tom Brady got there. Now I'm, I, that list that I gave you, I'm not saying that every one of those teams is me. I know you're not. I know you're not. And I, and I understand exactly every reason why you said all these teams should consider it. But, you know, when you when you bring up the Pirates and you bring up the Indians, you know you're going to freaking hit me, and it's you know where it's going to resonate. It's going to resonate in my heart. I, I understand that, but you, you, Rob Manfred could give two craps about your heart. Let me ask you guys a question, and I don't know the answer to this. How long is he contracted to be the commissioner of baseball? Well, it's, it's not a lifetime post. It's not. I, I think they vote on it like every three years. Okay. So he, he, do, do you guys believe that when it comes time that that he's he's going to get voted out possibly and, and bring somebody else in? I think, I think there's a good chance of him not being re-upped as the commissioner if the CBA does not go through. If the CBA goes through, I think the owners are going to be yeah, fine that's with them. Yeah. 
because at the end of the day, it's up to the owners. What do you think, Ryan? I think it's, I mean, I, the teams make sense. Some of the, like, the, like I'm, I agree with, with the whole, sh- the, what was it, Charleston and Norfolk. I, I've never been there, so I guess I can't really speak of it. I, I don't imagine that you'd move a baseball team to one of those cities, but I get that you're not saying all of them will move and that all of those cities will be filled. If one of them was to be filled, I think the number one team would, or the number one city would be Vegas. And I think it's inevitable that Oakland moves there. It seems like every team from Oakland is going there. The Warriors <laughs> might be next. Yeah, really. By the way, Burley. Well, no, have- the Warriors just built a brand new stadium in yeah, Oakland. Yeah, the Warriors so they aren't won't going be, anywhere. They're not going anywhere. By the way, Burley, you have been to Norfolk and you have been to Charleston. You not, were not, for well, South, there, that right? might that might give me my answer right there. Now there were reasons why I I picked those cities, because Norfolk, an Air Force, an aircraft carrier, Norfolk. The Norfolk Tides attendance was one of the highest in AA or AAA. When I I don't remember if they're AA or AAA now, um, but it was one of the highest in the league that they were in. So that's something that, that I think you have to look at. If you're going to be able to get a 79% attendance rate in a double A AA or triple A team, what are you going to get with the major league baseball team? I don't know. I just think that there's only four viable spots and I don't think Vancouver, they couldn't even keep an NBA team. Now, Las Vegas, San Antonio, Nashville, or Montreal. Those are the only four viable spots I see any team considering moving to. What do you think the possibilities of expansions? Why? The product is horrible as it is. Yeah, I don't I don't see any expansion. I mean, most teams can't find a good third starter. Now you're going to add two more teams? Well, it's. I, I think there's a lot in baseball that needs to be revamped. Uh, the fact that a, a Major League Baseball team has to carry five teams really kind of makes me sit back and say why. There aren't enough players to fill all these teams. Yet, each team has five teams. You're right. There is no sport, professional sport right now, that should even be thinking about expansion. Baseball, NBA, there's not enough talent to go around as it is. Remember when the NFL, Scott, had 28 teams instead Mm -hmm. of 32? Was the product better? Yes. I mean, again, in basketball, the Cavs can't – it don't matter if the Cavs get a top-five pick in the next 10 years, they're going to stink. Well, let's add more teams on. You know, football's a little bit different, though, because you only play it 18 weeks out of the year, 17. Okay, but there's only so many freaking good quarterbacks. That's what it comes down to. Get those Canadians down here. It's time for Bernie's Beats. Welcome, everybody, to an unfortunate, sad edition of Burley's Beats. Um, It was just an atrocious weekend after being up 32 units on Friday evening. We woke up this morning down eight units. Yes, that is a 40-unit swing. So as you mentioned earlier in the show, Scott, you didn't watch sports this weekend. I wish you would have told me that Friday, maybe, because I do that occasionally. I'll just take a weekend off and say, all right, I'm going to do this with my kids. I'm going to do this with my family. If you would have said something, maybe it would have alerted me. Hello. Hey, 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 jackass. Why don't you just stay away and go do something else and enjoy the weather instead we have a list of Burley's beats. Number one, my bankroll. That will be number one. 
The bankroll was looking sharp after three days, as I said, up 32 units. And we are now down. And now I want to say one thing. The unit is normally 1% of your bankroll. And bankroll does not mean your net worth. Your, your bankroll is the amount of money or credits that you have to bet on the games. So it is not my entire life savings. Don't freak out. I'm not in debt. Okay. That being said, my units are not 1% of the bankroll. My units are 3% of the bankroll. So it makes it a little worse. The worst part about it is I can't even deliver any excitement to the segment, unfortunately, because there were no beats over the weekend. It was a straight-up ass beating. That's all it was. I bent over, and I got railed. That's it. That is the only thing that happened this weekend. There was no bad beats. There was no. There was nothing. The closest thing to a bad beat were the San Francisco Giants on Saturday. They were winning four to nothing. They lost eight to six. That that's all. Everything else was from the jump. It was every single like an avalanche, like an avalanche spiraling into Sunday. I laid the juice on Bieber and the Tribe. Minus 200, four units to win two units. Bye. See you later. That was over. I didn't even watch the game after Beaver gave up the first run. I said, Jake, my brother, who's Jake? That's Jake, my brother. Let who's me Jake? know when the Indians are winning. Who's Jake? Guess what? Guess what? The Indians went down one nothing. I said, let me know when the Indians are winning. Guess what? He didn't let me know at all. He still hasn't let me know. Okay, can, can I can, can I ask a question? One more thing, oh. and then I will, that one more thing, and I will, and then I will be done. Okay, and then hopefully on, <laughs> hopefully our next podcast we have a different outcome. But I'm pissed. Last night, <laughs> last night I had a 20 unit swing on the Cardinals and the Panthers, who were both winning at one point in the game. The Panthers in the NHL, and then obviously the Cardinals in the Major League. They both win 20-unit swing. Instead of down eight, you do the math on it. We're now in the green. We are up. We are winning. Okay, so so can I ask a question real quick? Sure. Scott, Scott looks like he's just got all kinds of things to say. <clears throat> so in the future, when you have a bad – weekend on Mondays. Can we call this segment Burley Got Beat? <laughs> well, the whole... Well, yes. You know what? You're right. Today, it was Burley Got Beat. Listen. <laughs> the beat is the whole... A beat is something... Let me, let me define what a bad beat is. A bad beat is something that happens in a sporting event that does not change or affect the game or the outcome whatsoever. The only thing it affects is a sports better. That is a bad beat. For example, you take an over, over under in a basketball game and with nine seconds left, the Spurs are down by 20. They chuck up a three and it goes in and that just crushes your over. That's a bad beat for, okay. So the, the, the context is there. It was a, it was a weekend, a beat of a weekend. And you're right. I got my ass beat. My most confident, my most confident play of the weekend was the White Sox. The White Sox to beat the Royals. The Royals had Mike Miner on the mound, a lefty. And the White Sox hadn't lost to a lefty since last year. I loved it. I put five units on it. They didn't. They weren't winning at all. At one point in the entire game, they lost five one. So, um, if anybody listening who who follows me, you know, on on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, the Book at Sports app, whatever, the, I'm not worried. 
Okay. Emergency press conference right now. I want to come out onto the show and say, I am not worried. There's a process like the Browns betting has a lot to do with analytics. You do not switch up your, your, your picks. You do not switch up your mindset, how you think I will take the white Sox to beat Mike minor 10 out of 10 times. I will. I do not regret that pick. I'm just stating the fact that it was an unfortunate weekend we are still here strong. The lights are on in my house. My kids ate today. We are just fine. Scott? Well, I, uh, I only have one thing to say. And that's that uh, uh, this weekend, I only put one unit. And it was on Svetlana. Oh, good Lord. And she beat me. But guess what, <laughs> Ryan? I've still got my unit. I hope Thursdays, I hope Thursday we can deliver better news. Um, you can continue to follow me on the Book It Sports app. That's where I make all my picks at Burley Gunner. Yeah. Book get right on there. <laughs> all right. That was a heck of a show, guys. Any final thoughts, Bob? Yeah, I want to actually. The Browns had a great uh, mini camp, and they and and from what everything I saw, the, the, the new guys picked up real quick, and it looks pretty good. I can't wait to see the OTAs and who shows up. Any final thoughts, Ryan? Um, I think it's a good thing that I really didn't pay attention to the mini camps for once. <laughs> Yeah, there's something to be said for that. I knew they were happening, uh, but I didn't really pay attention much. Uh, so I think that's good. <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of Mr. Oshimaida, Burley Gunner, as well as myself, we'd like to say thank you for listening to the Cleveland Sports Fan. Please go to clevelandsportsfan.com to link up to our podcast or our YouTube channel. To join our Patreon page, go to www.patreon.com backslash Cleveland Sports Fan. You can find full-length videos of everything that we record there. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Cleveland Sports Fan. And on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at thecleveland.fa1. Burley, what's yours? For which one? Twitter. Twitter would be at Burley Gunner. And don't worry, you will never get a hold of Bob. I don't even know what Twitter is. Once again, thank you for listening. Be kind to each other. Support your military and veterans. And have a fine, fine Cleveland day. Wait. Wait.